What's going on people? How are we doing? How are we doing? This is the Definition Podcast created by the New Motive World of Creativity, the only ones that ignite your brand. Welcome to our episode 11. Today, we are going to be talking about catching the thief in the night. Copyrights and trademarks. The thief. Who's the thief, so? Do you know who the thief is? The robbers, the... The bad guys, I'd say. And these are the people that take what you've built or what you're trying to build for their own benefit. Of course, there's no need to put the dictionary up, but like when you do hear the topic copyrights and trademarks, it may sound super boring and whatnot, but this is very, very important in business because again, there's thieves out there, there's sharks out there that are preying on you and you don't even know it. So we're here to talk to you today in a fun aspect to keep it very super simple for you bring up facts bring up previous events and how to avoid it so let's get right to it man so again we've seen many businesses and companies battle this over the years even to this day you probably heard about lawsuits that's going on in america every single day and it's due to that you know the little businesses will even try aim at bigger corporations. It's not always the bigger corporations that aim for the little ones. It could be vice versa. So, but the first question is that we need to establish first, Jess, and you need to break it down to them. What is the difference between a copyright and a trademark? Because that's the first thing that people get confused all the time. Cool, cool. Right. There is a difference for those of you who don't know. Copyright, Basically, I want to read you guys the definition of the copyright law in the UK. Um, for those overseas, it may differ, but I'm sure the same principles are near enough quite similar. The current act is the Copyright Designs and Painting Act 1988. So that's for UK, right? And it says rights are covered. Now, the law gives the credit the creators of the literary or the dramatic, musical, artistic works, sound recordings, broadcasts, films, typographical arrangement of published edited editions. It gives them the rights to control the ways in which their material may be used. So with copyright, for example, I may copyright, let's just say, uh, I may copyright, uh, Mine's gone blank now. Right, just say for example, I copyright bedsheets. Mm-hmm. I say the patent of creating the bedsheet in the, I don't know, uh, whatever sewing, uh, whatever seamstress created it for me, I copyright the patent for bedsheets. So they can only be used for beds. Now, say for example, someone starts using bedsheets for bungee jumping or parachuting, I could potentially sue them and say, you're using my material out of this inappropriate purpose. Do you see where I'm coming from? Now, it may not necessarily get to a sense of, you know, okay, I need to sue these guys because they, they could just be doing an experiment and whatnot. But if it starts becoming like a TV show or a hit or, you know, you start seeing a lot of artists using bedsheets, you know, inside their music videos to jump out of 
windows thinking that it's going to help them as parachute i could potentially sue the original company or the original person that came up with that kind of concept that's how copyright works so it sounds a bit weird but copyright basically bases you the rights to you know argue and say how your material is supposed to be used whether it's like they said musical broadcast sound recordings and i'm sure there's many more now with trademark it's a little bit different so again we're dealing with the uk at the moment um the law provides protection for the use of trademarks in the uk a trademark is a way for one party to distinguish themselves from another so in the business world a trademark provides a product or organization with an identity keyword identity which cannot be imitated by its competitors Right. So, when you're dealing with the identity now, <laughs> I mean, we always relate. We always relate our uh, our podcast to branding. But when you add brand in front of the word identity, automatically then you have a whole new topic because again, a lot of people are not creating brand identities. They're either copying or creating brands. This is where trademark has now become a big issue over the past years and whatnot. Um, with the definitions, I'll go into examples later, but those are the definitions for trademark and copyright. Right, okay, yeah. I'm sure you guys get that. It's, again, trademark is becoming a big issue because part of it as well, we've come across clients in the past where they, didn't even want to get the logo design done because they were so scared about not getting it copyrighted or whatnot done. So this is why you need to get something designed straight away, but you don't need to share it out. Again, it's not even that deep. It's only when, you know, you're making moves with it, that's when you're gonna catch the attention of other sharks. So if you did your logo, for example, but you didn't protect it, but you're making thousands and thousands and your presence is strong online, then yeah, of course you're gonna be in big trouble. Do you know what I mean? Like look at nightclubs, for example, all these party brands that, you know, go out and host raves. Like, if they ain't got the brand protected, you're, you're easy fish, mate. So, like, hold us, that, that breaks it down. And because we're gonna go much deeper into this now. Like, so your next question is gonna be like, all right, cool. Now that I've got my logo done, my brand is ready. How do I protect it? How do I go about it? Like, which one comes first, uh, the, the copyright or the trademark? How do I go about it? Yeah. Right. It depends how your logo or your brand was created. Now, let's just talk in layman's terms. So, yeah, you've got your brand and everything ready. You want to get it protected, right? First things first is you check online. Um, can't remember the exact website, but I know if you just check uh, trademark names or trademark copyrights, um, the website will come up. I think it's either a UK Gov one, and it will basically give you like a search bar to type the name of your business inside. And when you type the name of your business inside, it will tell you if it's been used before in the UK or some possibly the EU. But as you already know, we're having issues with the EU at the moment, so I doubt those copyright laws. And that's also. A very, very, very good thing to think about because, again, 
not to digress, but we're leaving the EU now. And now I remember when I trademarked the motive, there was an option to have my trademark across the EU under, underneath the European laws. Mm. Now, do you see where I'm coming from? So um, I think we went for it and we paid an extra fee, but I might have to look into that again. Reason being because the European laws are now going to change, especially for UK businesses. You know, this is why a lot of businesses are, their shareholders are holding their money right now because they don't know how it's going to affect them. You know, hence why you're probably losing your jobs and you're probably finding you're being replaced or money short. Anyway, I'm digressing. Let's go back to the copyright and trademark. So you have to check to see if your name is available. This is why um, going to a brand design agency is very important. And I'm going to get into that more a bit later. But if you're not careful and you use search engines online, you use like things like Fiverr and that. And I don't want to keep giving Fiverr, you know, shade. I'm not throwing shade at them at all. I'm just keeping it real and giving you guys facts. That's what we want to do. We want to bring value, give you guys facts, help you guys out. So when it comes to you going to do that now, if there's not an aspect of creativity inside it, if there's not a target audience behind it or a reason why you're doing a business, and not all the time you have to, but majority of the time it's good to have that, it's going to be very hard because people will have a similar avenue and a similar way of thinking and that's how you end up with the clashes so for example yeah i'm going to give you guys a scenario well not a scenario a story louis vuitton as we already know already is one of the world's probably most famous brands since the early 1900s they started off doing luxury um travel cases if i'm correct travel cases suitcases and yeah and handbags right mm. so travel accessories now they had a recent um <laughs> trademark war which is so funny with a uh, South Korean chicken shop <laughs> um, I'm, I don't know if it's actually oh it might be I might be wrong hold on uh, feels like yeah I think it is a chicken shop yeah it was a chicken shop actually told you guys are going to make this podcast a bit fun <laughs> so basically um, what they've done is they've created a chicken shop called Louis, I think it's Louis Vuitton uh, Duck Pack or Louis Vuitton, let me, see, let me see if I can get the correct name for this actual thing, it's called, that's it, Louis Vuitton Toldon Duck. Now Toldon Duck is like a coffee slash calf slash chicken shop sort of thing. I think Duck just stands as Korean for chicken, correct me guys if I'm wrong for those of you who are Korean and listening. But anyway, if you look at the reason, I mean, obviously we, we're gonna try our best to show you guys um, videos and examples as well. But the reason why Louis Vuitton obviously was trademarking, we're having wars with this, with this particular Korean um, <laughs> chicken shop is because obviously the way they've designed their logo, their brand, everything, it's almost near enough the same as Louis Vuitton. So they've copied, you know, the, um, the hallmark pattern. So you know you've got the, um, no, the monogram pattern, sorry. Mm, mm. With the shapes and the little patterns inside the circles and, and oh, it, wow. they've used that in their symbol and yeah, literally. So obviously you can imagine Louis Vuitton, um, you know, the owner or, or the founder waking up one day and then his marketing team or his PA is coming to him saying to him, hi, yeah, just to let you know, there's a chicken shop <laughs> that has decided to copy. <laughs> 
Anyway, they lost. The chicken shop lost. They had to change their name. Um, Louis Vuitton, obviously, I think they sent them. Um, sometimes you can just send warning letters or their solicitors may get touch of your solicitors. Either way, you know, it's, it's, it's one of those ones where basically, you know, they had to submit because, I mean, literally, like, going to a court and showing them their brand and their brand is literally direct copycat. Just out of curiosity, this restaurant or this chicken shop, do they have a chain of them or is it just one? I think it's just one. Yeah, it was probably just a warning letter. Probably, but... Owner just probably opened it up to see that LV symbol in the corner, embeveled, embossed in a letter, saying, look, you need to calm down with that copyright thing you're doing, you know. Chill out. And the guy just said, you know what? Cool, no problem. No need trying to... <laughs> it's long, it's long. Yeah, sometimes you get people that will do that. A lot of the time... I mean, I'm not entirely sure in terms of the in-depth reason why that company did it, because even in their story that's available online, they don't really go into depth about why they did it. They just obviously said, you know, this is the reason why. <laughs> and, um, you know, they apologise and whatever. So I think they've worked it out and I think they've some, you know, it's all stopped. But the issue is, is that you get people that want to start a business for the sake of just making money. They have no interest in customer service, target audience or whatever. But what they do have interest in is finding the quickest way to make that money. So why not bounce off someone else's brand like Louis Vuitton or someone else that is... And you have to remember a lot of those countries, yeah? Not to sound disrespectful, uh, we have the same in um, a lot of like African countries as well, uh, South American countries, where they look at these big brands as like these big massive, you know, uh, they look at them more than what they are, if you know what I mean. Mm -hmm. So there's a lot of respect or a high level stamp of it, of, 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 of awareness in that country. So they may be like, yeah, Louis Vuitton, oh my God, they're like gods, they're like this. So if you have a chicken shop that's associated with Louis Vuitton, subconsciously everyone's just going to run in there. And literally, I'm sure that person may have said, you know what, let's just set up a chicken shop. We'll be up there for about, say, you know, three years, get about 100,000 or 200,000 or whatever, or four mil or whatever target they had, and then just shut it down. You literally have businesses like that, so. See, and this is why we always talk about in our podcasts, in our videos and Instagram, don't copy other people. Go to a designer, make yourself unique. Because those restaurants there, they could have easily just sat down, looked at their local area, studied the people. Where do they shop? What do they eat? What's their favorite colors? What type of culture could I bring to infuse with the business that I'm projecting. So, like, is it gonna be bright yellows, greens? Like, think man, be independent, but obviously at the same time, don't be afraid to go to professionals that can help you with it. Do you know what I mean? Like, if you're just if you're just biting rhymes, like, it's the same thing in the rap industry, same thing, it's the same thing everywhere. If you're trying to get big, but you want to copy someone else's brand to do that, yeah, cool, hold tight you, innit? Like, I don't know, I don't want to digress anyway, but there's, I, I forgot that um that term again. It's, um, not only people that try to dance like Michael Jackson, and they're just known for that, dance like Michael Jackson. Um, and this is, it's, it's, this it's cameos basically. People get big just off that, and they just build that name from there. Cool, as long as they pay homage to the original source, no problem, but I know that some companies don't like that, especially if you don't approach them with that permission. 
but it's long. It's absolutely long. You see on Amazon all the time, people trying to design T-shirts. Like, say, for example, um, The Walking Dead. And somebody tries to design a T-shirt saying The Walking Earth or something like that, but in the same font style and whatnot. It's great areas. I mean, I personally wouldn't cross that line anyway, but trust, this is why this podcast is for you to... It's for us to shine light on that. So it's it's that it's, it's it's that important, man. So the next question is, how can these businesses, these owners or entrepreneurs that want to start, want to effectively design their own logo or their own brand to make it unique to everyone else's? Mm. I may just touch a little bit on it, but you can... I, I think I think with. So you've got to be smart. You've got to be um, definitely creative, like, i.e. Um, the, the chicken shop in South Korea, you know, uh, a big no-no because, again, like, come on, guys, it's a f- bloody chicken shop. Sorry for my language, but, you know, <laughs> there's, there's so much other ways you could have been innovative. So um, when it comes to ways where you can creatively, you know, design it, I would say look at other examples of other logos that you're going for first. So for example, yeah, um, I'll give you another scenario. Um, sorry, another story. You got, this is more close to home now. This is a chicken shop, again, a restaurant in Nando's, yeah? Sorry, in uh, Reading, called Fernando's. And uh, basically, they've opened up a restaurant called Fernando's um, Perry Chicken or something like that. And They've literally, I've, I'm, I'm looking at the, the stuff that they've done. I'm looking at the branding design, looking at everything. They've just literally copied Nando's. Like whoever was designing their brand, clearly, and this is the other thing with you designers out there, I don't care if the check is that great or if the, the, the commission is going to be paid in your rent or whatever. Think about what you're designing because you can get dragged into this lawsuit as well. Do you see where I'm coming from? Because again, you've knowingly, I mean, although your commission and whatever, depending on your agreement, you're knowingly copyrighting another brand. Like the Nando's, Fernando's logo and the Nando's logo look exactly alike. The only difference is that he's just added extra dots and whatnot. The color scheme's the same. The chicken is the same. So obviously Nando's are suing him now. And I think Nando sent him, because obviously basically the guy from Nando tried to say how he's not copying Nando's, yeah? Um, I think his name is uh, Assam Aziz. He's the director of um, Fernando's. He's like, he was watching Take Me Out, right? And there was, this, I think there was a, a, um, an island called Fernando or something like that that this, a couple went to. So he just got the inspiration from that and thought, wow, we like that, you know, inspiration behind the name. So I'm going to take that. But Nando's is like, look like, hold on. Um, I think Fernando's may be a Portuguese name. I'm not, I'm not entirely sure. I think it. I think it might be. I don't know. Yeah, Brazilian Portuguese. I mean, they do. They do share the same. Um... It, was, it was probably Portuguese, if anything, because Portuguese obviously was was like, that colonized yeah. Brazil. But yeah. but yeah. So basically, he's took the name Fernando. He's took the chicken, and he's took the color scheme. Nando sent him another letter. Um, so he sent him a letter. Sorry, I think from this list is obviously a big lawsuit where. Fernando, obviously just opening up in Redden with his first restaurant, said, you know what, I'm not even cut for this. And 
basically he was pissed off because he had to rechange everything during the time he was about to launch his restaurant. So say for example, uh, my restaurant opens in June, right? Next year. And Nando was sending me a letter in January. I've got from January all the way till June to basically change up the whole entire like brand. So I think he had to go in there, get the, the logo redesigned, get the signage redone, get the restaurant repainted. He spent loads and loads. Of lo but again, he can complain as much as he wants. He can say, but I'm sorry, looking at this case right now, yeah, if I was a judge, I'll be slapping for uh, a Zim as is with a heavy, heavy fine if he didn't comply to these laws within a certain amount of time. Because again, you can see it like, yeah, it's true. It's his own fault for ignoring the signs anyway. And two, your designer as well. This is why you can't just pick up any designer. Exactly. And, and you Jesus Christ, bro. So, 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 so to cut you, so to cut you. So not even only that. Because again, like I said, although the designer should have known better, he could have put pressure on the designer or he could have designed it himself. You never know. But this is where Nando's is smart and has been creatively smart. And this is how they've won. Look at their brand. Their font style is done in a particular way. Now, not many people know that the apostrophe on top of the S is actually a chili. Yeah, yeah. And that chili is the same illustration. So whoever illustrated their stuff is very, very good. That, that apostrophe is actually the same chili throughout their whole entire brand for the menus, for the, for not the you know, the chili, um, the peri-peri phenomena, mm. extra hot, hot, mild, whatever. Mm. Literally, that chili is used. It's manipulated, but it's the same style. Do you see where I'm coming from? They're, they're, they um, they're, uh, they're, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, they're Payton colors, yeah? Um, pan, is it Pantone pan, pan colors? you know, are all consistent with the type of red and yellow and green and black. The love heart plus the symbol of the chicken itself, the way the chicken's positioned. So if you used to copy Nando's, it will be seen. It will be seen, like literally, they didn't just get a regular, if you look at all the chicken brands, yeah? Let's look at KFC's chicken. Let's look at uh, Rooster's chicken. Let's look at, who's another one? Um, I can't figure this off my head, but look at all their designs on their chicken. You can see the difference between, do you see where I'm coming from? You can see the difference between style, color schemes as well. Yes, they may all use red, but it's different tones of red, different types of red. So how you could, you see where I'm coming from? So how you can creatively design your logo is by, again, dealing with a design agency that knows what they're doing, i.e. us. We will have a, a system, or a form, we call the creative brief. On that creative brief, we ask you questions that relate to your brand and your business. For example, your target audience, what colors you want, your slogan, you know, where you want to be in the next five years. And the main key one is why are you doing your business? Now don't get me wrong, some people just want a quick logo for an event, fair enough. But those guys that obviously where we've ignited their brands, they've actually sat down with us and said, right, this is the reason why I'm doing it. Because I want to basically you know show a difference in what i'm doing and i want to have a sort of style that i'm running with and this is the thing create your own style create your own brand create your identity by going with a designer that cares and that's how we do it that's how we so for example if that if some of our clients were to come back and say oh 
I've got a business that's copied my, I was like, okay, cool. Well, let's see their designer logo. They could easily go to the court and we can show them this is their creative brief on this is the date and time. This is the invoice. This is when we had this meeting and discussion. So if they said they designed it and they, you know, pressed on and they've made this business, where's their proof that that's their logo? Where's their proof that, do you see I'm coming from? And obviously these things will be get, will get summoned in court because again, I know I, um, I, I don't know how much it costs to file a lawsuit nowadays. It does vary depending on what you want to file it for, but more times in courts, they want to know the evidence. They want to know your story and the reason why you're suing them. So creatively design your brand. Tell the designer, look, add unique things to it. So with us, the red line. Now there's other companies called New Motive, as we've seen already. The reason why they can't copy our brand and our style is because of the way we do things. One, our picture and our face is behind our brand quite a lot. Yeah. So those that work with us and know us will be like, hmm, well, we know these two guys. They're, you know, two black guys, very great design, good value on their Instagram page as well. Um, amazing when it comes to creativity. Do you see I'm coming from? Whereas other designers don't do that. They don't show their face. And fair enough. But we've got new motive, world of creativity. When it comes to trademarking new motive, world of creativity, you cannot copy that. Yeah. There's new motive. There's new motive with a hyphen in between new and mo new motive, but sorry, in between new and motive, but there's no new motive world of creativity. Again, and do you see where I'm coming from? So, and one other tip is when I designed the logo, I was at, I was, um, I remember a class I took in college about trademarks and copyrights. And I know there's much more stuff to this. I know there's much more stuff to this, like literally like, um, there's copyright people out there that work with designers on a daily basis and they have, they have a lot of more of the information. And you know what? I want to try and get one of those people on the show. Um, sorry, on the show, on the podcast. Yeah. Try and get one of those people on the podcast so they can give more information and more value. But they were in my class at one point in college and they would explain to us, look, for you guys, the most easiest and simplest way is this. Design your logo, whether it's by an agency or a brand or whatever, yeah? Get that logo print it out in all its forms. So if it's going to be on t-shirts, if it's a clothing label, or it's a makeup brand, or it's a logo for a product, get it printed out in all its forms, black and white if you need be, color as well, whatnot. Send those forms, say, send those pictures that you've printed out, send them in the post to yourself, to your address. Now, if you registered it as a company, send it to the address where your company's registered at. Off, not sent to your personal address. Either way, it doesn't matter. As long as this, the address is attached to you. Do it by recorded delivery. Reason being is because it's signed for and it's stated and obviously posted with a stamp to say, okay, on this particular date, this was sent to that person. When you go to court, don't open that letter at all. When you go to court, that letter will be given in evidence to say, well, by law, when I create this logo, it was on this date and this time, and that's why the rights are owned to me. This is before you actually go online and go to the UK copyrights, um, I think UK copyrights law online, um, and obviously trademark.gov. That's the quickest way. So for example, if you've got an idea, you've got a logo, but essentially you ain't got money to trademark your actual um, um, logo or brand, you could go to the store, sorry, go online, go to the print shop, got a print at home however it is print out the forms that you want your logo in 
sentence yourself in the post. Literally, it's real simple. So, but with the trademark, basically, you go online and you go and check, I think it's trademark.gov.co.uk. Um, type your business name in. Now, it's a long process. Give yourself at least a good half an hour, 40 minutes. Have all the information about your brand ready. So, you know, the address, what kind of brand it is. So if it's a clothing label, if it's a, a, a podcast, if it's going to be, I don't know, a cooking or bakery shop, either way, have that, that, that uh, information ready. It's going to cost you 170 pounds per trademark. There is a, a 44 or 42 class system based where they have every single category of business or patent that you could use for a trademark. So for example, you may find the motive as a TV show on Sky One or Sky Two, whatever. But as a design company or design group, it hasn't been trademarked and copyright. So you may be allowed to do that. Again, maybe. Exactly. That's why it's very important. Like this again, we're probably gonna do another podcast in the future about this because this was just an overview, by the way. Mm -hmm. Okay. This is copyrights and trademark is a very, very big topic. It's quite political to some extent as well. And if you've got any further questions, if you want to book a consultation with us talking about this, along with your brand as well, we are running it through our Instagram, through our social media pages. So do get in touch with us and we'll break it down a lot further for you or just help you in terms of direction. So... Is there anything else? I mean, I think I think we covered the basics for now. Yeah, we have. I mean, like Sol said, um, give us a shout if you need any more help. We have got links and great people that we work with that will, you know, help you guys to give you all the information you need for your copyright and trademark. But from the design aspect, get in touch with us. Sit down. Let's know what you want from your brand and your business itself, so we can actually put that creatively into your into your design and make sure that there's no thieves in the night coming for your design your brand and if they do you can shine the light on them you can catch them and get them arrested and put them in jail no i'm joking you don't want to be putting nobody in jail but i'm just saying you want to be armed and prepared don't be asleep when the thief comes into your house at night to take your brand and your business exactly that exactly that so look guys Again, drop your feedback, message us, comment on it, share this around. This is very, very important for those that are struggling with the trademark and copyrights. Send this to them. It's a good listen. And yeah, do get in touch with us. Hit us up on Instagram at New Motive WOC. Same thing on Facebook. Visit our website www.newmotivewoc.com and let us help ignite your brand.